Today, we are talking about transitioning from Amazon to website sales. As always, I am Nick. And I'm Ricky. And welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. Thank you for joining us on another episode. As always, please remember to like, follow, and subscribe. Leave us your questions and comments. We answer questions and comments all the time. That's what our episodes are based off. So you're actually doing us a huge solid if you're leaving some questions, either as a DM or in the comments. Today, we are talking about transitioning Amazon to website sales. So like, if, for example, you've done really well on Amazon. You click a couple SKUs on there. They're looking really good. And you say to yourself, hey, like, I want to get sales on more than just Amazon, although Amazon is fantastic, world's largest, like, e-commerce provider. But I want to have a bit more control. They're taking a high percentage. How do I transition off it? And not necessarily off of it, but how do I diversify myself? That's really the question of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is going to become a more common question for a lot of people because Amazon sales, Amazon's presence continues to grow. But for a lot of businesses, one of the challenges is Amazon provides to their niche a certain level of sales. um, And then it starts to stagnate and they start to look at other channels. They're looking at how else can we grow the business because maybe the Amazon sales alone aren't enough to hire a team and really just start to expand properly. Maybe it's enough to pay one or two people to keep the business going. So you want to start transitioning to other ways of growing your sales, whether it's on Amazon, through other channels, or on your own website. So the first thing that comes to mind that's really important is brand. And so this is something you'll hear a lot. And brand, why is it so critical? It's really, it comes down to the trust. On Amazon, the trust in the sales is built off of the reviews and it's built off of the brand that Amazon has established. When you're a trusted Amazon shopper, you're basically, you're going through and you're looking at who's got the best reviews and who's got the best product images, product descriptions, all these different things that the Amazon sellers know. But when you're off of the Amazon site, basically the trust is different and you have to go based on what the brand is projecting in terms of its brand image, things like testimonials and reviews on your website. So brand is super critical because it's got to project that level of trust that you would otherwise have on Amazon. Yeah, and there's a previous episode we've had in this series about Amazon where we've talked length about the importance of brand, defend against the copycats, defend against the knockoffs to really push that brand presence up there and like the quality. We've talked a lot about people using brand as a proxy for quality, right? So wherever there, yep. people see that there's high brand value or like visual, they'll say like, okay, this product must be better than brands that don't look as good. So this isn't something that, this isn't an item that lives alone by itself. Like you've already probably taken care of part of this. Yeah, exactly. And to that point also, brand alone is not going to sell your product. You have to start reaching out and getting awareness for your product. And so this is where you start to branch out and you look at what channels are in alignment with my products. For the most part, the mo- the two biggest channels still are Meta and Google, right? So Those are the ones where it really makes sense to reach out and look at those channels. Unless you have a super young target audience, in which case you might want to ignore Meta, except for perhaps remarketing. And maybe you want to look more so at Google and TikTok, for example. But again, TikTok specifically doesn't have 
the algorithm that Meta has. You might have heard that before. They're still figuring it out, and it's a great source of awareness, a great source of traffic, but not in terms of a conversion the way that Meta is doing it still. I would suggest starting potentially with Google and Facebook, depending on your target audience and expanding there. And now one thing that's really critical if you're starting to, it depends if you want to sell on your website or if you want to drive more sales to your Amazon store. If you want to drive more sales to your Amazon store, I would definitely recommend using a buffer in terms of either having a landing page where you can first send people to that landing page before they go off to Amazon or use your website as a buffer if you're selling from there to Amazon. Because the critical thing is you don't want to send people direct to your listing and then have people bounce immediately. Maybe they they clicked on the ad and didn't mean to, or maybe they're not quite as interested. And then they immediately leave. And that can be quite negative for your listing page. So what you want to make sure is you have that buffer in place so that the people who are going through are the ones that are really interested and have a higher chance of converting. So you want to have that landing page or buffer in place, and then you want to have a really strong cold campaign. And what you can do when it comes to starting your your first cold audience campaign is look at why your why your product has been selling so well on Amazon. One little trick, one thing you can do is you can look at if you have any reviews or if you have if your competitors, if your close competitors have any negative reviews, look at what people are saying. Generally, those negative reviews are the exact opposite of what people really want, what they really care about. So what you can do is you can take those negative reviews and actually write your ad copy in a way where you're turning those around and you're turning it into a positive And then you can sell based on how popular your product is, based on those things that people really care about and start to build out a campaign on those other channels. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that one of the things that another key area that people need to start looking at when they're moving to more of a website store, like with their own self-contained brand, is products that are ancillary, right? So if you have a primary product, what are products that maybe fall like before the life cycle or after the life cycle of that product where you can easily like upsell, cross sell, downsell all of these things that on Amazon would be like really hard because they might even belong to like different categories. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely like an area of research where you say you have to like really go through your customers, like buying journey and like why are they buying this and what is the value that your brand is extending and then add those other products in to increase lifetime value of a single customer through that lifetime. So it's like the one thing that Amazon can't, doesn't really have is this ability to expand the lifetime value of each purchase because you have very limited data as to what's going on on that side. Whereas on your website, you can say it's, yeah, we sold them this product and then we sent them this offer for six weeks later and they bought this other product that's further in or a cross sell or a down sell or whatever it is. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, instead of it being like a $100 sale, you're now talking about four or $500 sales or four or $580 sales after the original sale where, mm-hmm. you know, you're basically pumping up your lifetime value through very little actual marketing spend. Right. Yeah. And really, one of those things that you're alluding to there is that Amazon, it doesn't allow you to capture any email addresses. Right. And so when we work with our e-com clients, one of the things that really takes the ROAS to those levels where you're getting like a 20x or 30x ROAS, generally that's happening based on a combination of your paid campaigns 
your organic plus the plus the email traffic that's being driven to the site. If you're doing basically, if you've got your paid traffic and there's no email component, generally your ROA is going to be much lower. So that's something which you just simply don't have on Amazon. You don't have the ability to run promotions through email and bring people back that way. So this is a critical piece that you can do through your website where you can nurture those relationships with your customers. And with Amazon, it's a lot more transactional. Absolutely. All right. That's all we got for this episode. We'll catch you on the next one.